Hi, this is Ron Kinsherf, and welcome to Book Nook, brought to you by the Quincy Public Library. Make sure you check out the Quincy Public Library's website, quincypubliclibrary.org, for all after-school activities for your kids. That's quincypubliclibrary.org. Uh, today, we're going to interview Robert Emery. Uh, Robert is an award-winning documentarian that has worked with the likes of Lester Holt and John Voigt. He is probably best known for directing over 90 episodes of the show The Directors. You might remember that it aired on uh, Stars and the Encore Networks. And then a lot of the reruns were played on the Reels Network. And the program was also broadcast in 75 years. Uh, Emery, who's 81 years old now, uh, retired 19 years ago, 2002. He retired from active production. But he decided in his retirement to start writing some fiction. And he started with three novels. So that's why this new book he has uh, just released about a month ago, America Standing Strong, is kind of unique. Uh, America Standing Strong presents an in-depth examination of how Americans have endured uh, the 2016-2020 political turmoil, the election, the January 6th attack, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, American democracy, climate change, just everything we've been through in the last six years. And the remarkable thing is Mr. Emery has done this in less than 230 pages, basically. So I thought it'd be a good time to talk to Mr. Robert Emery. First question is why take on this project? <laughs> uh, obviously it was very time consuming and kind of out of the realm of what you normally have done since you've semi-retired in writing fiction. So what, what was the uh, reasoning behind this one? Yeah, I mean, that's an excellent question. Um, uh, first of all, let me just say that originally there were some books that came out, like uh, Pri uh, um, Primal with um, uh, Bob Woodward and Robert Costa and some other books. And I, I read them, and I thought, wait a minute, hold it, stop. These are all about uh, the former president. What about the people of the United States? What about what they've been going through? Are we, are we going to talk about this guy forever? What about the pandemic and Black Lives Matter and the attack on, on, on uh, our democracy and so forth and so on? The book is pretty extensive. It covers a lot of things, but what it doesn't do is cover the four years that um, Trump was in office. That's been done by better people than me. And so I... I told my wife what I was going to do, and she said, you're out of your mind, you write fiction. And I said, I don't know, I, I just feel passionate about, i got to try this. And I decided that I wasn't um, an academic, and so I started doing a lot of research. First thing I did, Ron, was I outlined all the chapters that I wanted to talk about. And then I researched all kinds of people to support those chapters. Um, and, and I, you know, I lost track of how many quotes I put in from ancient to current. Um, and I, it was just a passionate product, a project. What's interesting too, I think, is the layout you chose for this book. What drove that? And if you can explain a little bit about that, that layout for your chaptering. Yeah, yeah. You know, that goes back to my, film production days. It's how my mind works. Um, I, you know, I also, I did a television series for uh, Stars Encore. We did 91 episodes. And, but I edited every single one of them. And 
So, you know, it, it kind of influences me uh, or influenced the way I laid out that book. Um, yeah, it sounds silly, but I thought of it as, in a, in a sense, a film. Mm-hmm. That, you know, when we change chapters, it's like changing scenes. So how do I approach it? Yeah, because the, the interesting part is you start with a quote, then a topic, and then you go into yeah. what happened, and then suggestions for solving that topic to a degree. Well, that's the you know that's the key. It wasn't my uh, it wasn't my intention to go back and rehash everything we already know. Um, in fact, my recounting of each chapter subject might have been a little bit too much, but it was more of okay, here's what happened. Here's who was involved. You know, let the words and actions of these people speak for themselves. Um, and then a call to action. What is it that I, as an individual, can do? Um, and what what happens? What are the consequences if we don't? I'm not sure that the country's there yet. Well, okay. There it is. I mean, you know, it was a passionate product, a project, and. Yeah, as I, yeah, as I, as I read, as I read the book, it, it, you know, there's a chapter after chapter after chapter, and it's, it's amazing the amount of challenges the country, the world has faced over the past six years. And do you think there's been a period of six years that have been anything like this? And it's, it it is not all about the former president. Mm -hmm. He did not create the virus. You know, he did not create the the problems that I put in the book. Are, are, you know, we're the most intelligent species on the planet. That makes us responsible for everything that happens on the planet. And I sometimes think, I know from my own experience, um, people feel helpless. And I understand that. You know, people get up in the morning. And you've got a responsibility. You go to work, you take care of your family, and um, all this other stuff, all this political stuff, is a, is beyond us. We don't control it. That's the problem. You some of the topics you tackle, um, you know, Black Lives Matter, the election, January sixth, climate change, Russia, Ukraine, you know, COVID, obviously the vaccination situation. Um, do you think there was one? initial event that kind of created this cavalcade of events or are these just a bunch of separate things that happened to fall within this six year window? Yeah, no, I think, no, I, I think the last part of what you said is true. I, I don't think that it was, um, yeah, it was from one event that, you know, these are all separate. I mean, you know, I, I did a, a, a great deal of pontificating in the book about the, Constitution. And the Constitution says we're in charge, the American people. And we call the shots. And the people that we send to Washington are our employees. I'm sorry, it's just that simple. Well, it's not working that way, is it? I mean, I sometimes turn on the news and I say, well, this is not about American citizens. This is about them. You know, the, the two major parties, I'm an independent, so I've never once belonged to a political party. I've voted both ways, whatever way I want to go. Um, but they've turned into 
big corporations. That's all they are. And it's too much is about their lives, about what they want. Um, and not to sound biased, but I think at this point in time, we've got an administration that is applying common sense. And I hope the American people realize that. And again, I'm not trying to take sides, whether, you know, I respect everybody's opinion, their beliefs, but we have to come together. You know, I wrote a line in the book that I'm going to repeat here. It's not my way. It's not your way. It's our way. It's not my country. It's not your country. It's our country. So with that being said, what, you know, half the people in the country right now aren't going to believe anything in your book. They're going to say it's quote unquote fake news. So what did, what was your goal? I mean, did you just write this out of frustration or did you write this? You did. Yes, I did. I don't know that I had a goal. I just sat down and did it and said, try it. And it started working for me. You know, and as you saw in the book, I started off with uh, a history of dictators. Um, and you know, um, what was the chapter two went into uh, domestic violence. Um, you know, Ron, I can't explain it. I honestly, to this day, I can't explain it. And I, I certainly tell you, I will. I won't be writing any more books like that. It's about fourteen months of total frustration. When, because I, I felt day in and day out, I I thought, you know, when it comes to this kind of book, I'm a nobody. You know, if I'm known for anything, it's my fiction and my film work. But and, um, don't you think that gave you a bit of an advantage, though, in parsing through all the data and all the information that you didn't have a, a horse in the race, so to speak? Yes, I think you've just made a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm retired and I, I spend five, six, seven hours a day writing. So whatever, whether it's nonfiction, I mean, I've written, um, oh, I've lost track now. One, two, three, four, six non, nonfiction books. Four of them were about that television series. Right. Back, yeah. And then uh, one I wrote. <laughs> The one, the one I wrote about uh, Trump's uh, tweets, um, the diarrhea diaries, the uh, Trump's tweets that give us the runs. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I, of all the thousands of them, I gathered 400 and I'll put them in a book, and they're all very vile. I mean, they're all against anybody that, you know. And that was, it started out as a joke between my wife and And, um, I will admit I put the book together in two weeks because all those tweets were available in uh, one place that I found. Cut and paste, cut and paste, cut yeah. and paste. So anyway, and so um, that's it, you know, and then my novels. Mm-hmm. So have you had anybody read your book yet? I mean, you've gotten unbelievable reviews. Um and what's amazing to me, and I, I've told you this, is that you're able to sum up everything we've discussed in like under 250 pages, which yeah. makes it, and it's an easy read because the chapters are short and uh, you, know, you pick it up, read it, and then pick it up again down the road. But have you had anybody read it 
from the other political spectrum, so to speak, and gotten any comments from them as far as uh, maybe you do. I don't know how to word the question like a, that. Maybe this is the way things have occurred over the past six years. Um, I'm not aware of any. I'm okay. Not aware of it. I just all I can tell you is all the Amazon reviews, except for one. Uh, one individual gave me three stars because they thought there were too many quotes in the book. <laughs> the quotes were designed to be part of the story. Um, they they support whatever's going on in a chapter. I have to tell you, I don't know if I told you or not, uh, I just got an incredible, wonderful review from Kirkus Reviews, which is the top reviewing service in the country. Um, and they're used by all the major publishers. And I, you know, I thought, ah, uh, they're going to take me to the woodshed. And boom, five, six days ago, whatever it was, come, here comes this review. Um, and they, they loved the book. Mm-hmm. They loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. But they also made a little comment. They also made a little comment about, uh, the reader sometimes found the reviews got in, in the way of the narrative. So they kind of missed the point too. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe they're right or wrong. Your subtitle is moving past the cataclysmic wounds of recent years. So the question is, are we past those wounds? And what wounds are you referring to? No, no. I think that this, uh, we're so politically polarized. Um, we, we have to stop that. We have to stop that. I mean, look, we, in recent days, we've had high-ranking officials in the Republican uh, Congress come out and talk about maybe there's going to be violence. Well, how irresponsible is that of a public official? And I'm sure you've heard them too. Um, And I'm thinking to myself, shame, absolute shame. We're trying to unify the country and you're threatening um, violence in the streets. If you and your base don't get your way, well, I mean, how does that serve the country? I gotta tell you that the future of this country is on November 9th, 2022. The American people will decide what they want to do. And, um, you know, I hope they do it with a clear head. And I, I tell everybody, don't vote with your heart, vote with your head. You vote with your heart, you lose. You vote with your head, you win. Or at least you try. And I'm very worried. I mean, I'm, I'm 80 years old, 81 years old. And, um, uh, you know, I'm born in World War II, beginning of World War II. And it was a, a great country. And I don't know what's happened. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe you can. Maybe you have an answer. I don't know. Well, I think that's a great way to end the official conversation. And that's Book Nook with Robert Emery. His book is America Standing Tall, available at Amazon and IndiesUnited.net. Thanks for joining me. I'm Ron Kincher from Muddy River News. Remember, this is brought to you by the Quincy Public Library. Check out all the after-school activities for the kids at QuincyPublicLibrary.org. Thanks, and we'll catch you next time.